The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money. I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin the Money Guy. Who is Kelvin the Money Guy? He is one of the top financial advisors in the country and he's just a great guy to get to know and a great guy to listen to. So thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday morning here. If you have any questions about anything we're talking about on the air or anything else to do with your life, your money, your money life especially, you can always reach Kelvin at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN and you can visit his website askkelvin.ca that's ask k-e-l-v-i-n dot c-a and without further ado we should probably welcome the guy i've been talking about kelvin the money guy how you doing this uh this morning kelvin hey chris good how are you keeping did you move good I moved. I moved. I am now in my new house. I'm uh, I'm doing the show from my closet because the rest of the place is super echoey without anything on the walls or all the furniture that uh, we will eventually need moving from a 700 square foot condo to a, a, a full suburban home. Uh, wow. has a, leaves a lot of empty space. So uh, <laughs> I apologize if it is still a little echoey because I don't even have enough clothes to fill my closet. But <laughs> it's been great. And it's, uh, I, I miss the chaos of the city a little bit. I moved from downtown Toronto to the suburbs. Right. And uh, the, the first night, the silence was deafening. I'm used to the, you know, honking horns, screaming, people, yeah, <laughs> sirens, the, the, the roar of the gardener, which I just convinced myself was the ocean after a few years. And <laughs> now, and now it is silent. You could hear a pin drop, which mm-hmm. I know most people love, but it's going to take some getting used to. It took a little getting used to for my dog to realize that uh, he right. could be on things other than hard surfaces. He was <laughs> looking for all kinds of sidewalks and lampposts and stuff, but didn't want to go on the grass. Anyway, I digress. That is my life, but right. not necessarily my money life. Uh, maybe it pertains a little bit to my money life. But we're talking today about your RRSPs and your RIFs, and most importantly, how, when you should be converting that RRSP to a RIF. And mm-hmm. you know, I think most of us are sort of on autopilot we're on a hamster wheel we're contributing to those rsps we are getting the tax refund and sort of thinking about it in a short-term sort of way maybe we're thinking long-term thinking well you know what this money's going away somewhere for my retirement but we forget about what how that happens what that transition is and for a lot of our listeners it's probably happening really really soon and they've got to think about when they should be making that conversion and some people wait wait a minute i gotta convert what what is i what is is a riff and that is probably where we should start is with that question you know explain to me like i'm a 30 something which i am and that i am not thinking about my future which i should be doing more of what is a riff so riff is the opposite of an rsp when you're working you're putting money in and you're getting a tax break when you ready to riff the money or take it out, um, now you got to pay back the tax that you, that you saved along the way. And our RIF is our Registered Retirement Income Fund. That's the acronym, RRIF. 
and you have to turn all your RSPs into a into a riff uh, when you're 71, and your first payment will come out when you're 72. And there's different things that you can do. Um, there's different percentages. So, for example, when you're 65 and you decide to turn it into a riff, you take four percent of the money out, then it goes up to five and six and so on. So there's a you know there's certain tables that you have to look to see how much money do you have to take out. Now, many people that I talk to um, on the radio or clients and so on, they're, they're very confused with the RIF. Many people think when they turn the money into a RIF that they don't pay any tax. Well, that's where the problem starts. That's where all the taxes begin. And many people think they have to wait till they're 71 to turn the money into a RIF. Uh, and you don't have to. You know, you, there's, there's a bunch of rules. Like everything else in our financial planning world, there's rules. Mm-hmm. And if you understand the rules, you could save yourself a lot of money on the tax side if you do it properly. But many of us, like everything else, we don't have a plan and we don't think about riffing the money. And I bet you if you survey 10 people, nine will tell you that there's no tax to pay on your riff. And I why... We think that. I have no idea. And many people don't know why. So you you could grow your um, your saving, your savings tax deferred. You know, you, you can transfer your RSPs, do an in-kind transfer of your RSPs into a RIF. And once the assets are there, they're gonna grow on a tax-free basis. But what people have to keep in mind is that whenever you touch the RIF, whenever you touch your RSPs, you've got to pay tax on it. So just remember uh, any money withdrawn from a tax from a, a RIF is taxable on your income that year. So you have to be very mindful of which, what your income is. So if you might have CPP old age, uh, maybe a company pension, things like that. So you want to be very strategic when you want to, when you want to do. So for example, you know, if you, if you don't need the money, let's say you're 60, uh, 65 and you're ready to retire and you're getting your old age, your CPP work pension, and now you have to take, now you turn it into a RIF. It might be the smart thing to do rather than waiting till you're 71 because now if you don't need the money, you could put it into a tax-free savings account if you have the room. So you pay taxes on one hand, but you're getting it back on the other. So use the use these TFSAs and risks to your advantage. So sit down and do some strategic planning about should I take the money now or should I hold off till I'm 71? In many cases, what I find is you know, don't wait till you're 71 to, con- to convert your money into a riff. Do it now. So think of 71 as the deadline. You've got to convert that money by the time you're 71 or at your 71st birthday or something like that, but you don't necessarily have to do it all right then. So if you pace it and you do it strategically, you're not going to find yourself with a huge tax bill when it comes time. And the whole point of putting that money into an RSP was to save money on tax, but the tax man wants to get paid and he'll find a way to do it. Right. Right. That's that's the whole design. Well, lots of people that are in their seventies, you know, really mad that they bought an RSP when they were younger because they, for somehow, they didn't realize they got to pay the money back. 
But if you if you take a regular, if you have a regular income stream, like I say, like a pension, um, things like that, you should you should start taking out your your risks depending on your age. And if you take the minimum payment, there's no withholding tax. Mm. So you could, so for example, if you take five thousand dollars of an out of an RSP, the government withholds ten percent. If you take out five thousand to twenty thousand, they take twenty thousand, twenty percent, sorry, and anything above that, they withhold thirty percent. So if you have a whole bunch of money in your in your in your RSPs, maybe you want to turn some of it into a RIF right now and take the minimum withdrawal which at 65 is 4%. Um, and they're not going to pay that withholding tax, that 10% or, or whatever withholding tax is. So at least you're saving some money there. If you don't need the income, like I said before, just put it into a, a tax-free savings account. And now your money is compounding for you. See, when you take, uh, if you take more than the minimum from your, from your RIF, then you're paying the withholding tax. So it's a big, it could be a big saving for a lot of people. So if you have, say you've got 200,000 in your RSP, actually, I shouldn't say 200, 60% of Canadians have about $93,000 in their RIF. So say you have 100,000 in your RIF, you might, in, or in your RSPs, you might want to maybe convert half of it into a RIF now and start withdrawing the money if you need it, don't need it. And there's many things you can do strategically depending on your you know, your financial circumstances on your net worth. I think people need to really um, examine the RIF because we don't. We worry about RSPs and TFSAs and things like that. But the RIF is a powerful, could be a powerful tool for us before we hit 71. So I think we need to explore those kind of things. And we rarely do. Um, I remember I said every day, I forget what it is, a thousand Canadians turning 65 every day. So it means that the RIF is becoming more of an important thing than the RSPs now. So you really have to be strategic so you don't lose all the growth and all the tax savings that you had over your work. A lot of people regret, like I say, buying RSPs only because they didn't realize that the taxes are back end loaded. You got to give it back. And that's the thing. And I think that one of the things that I brought up before is that uh, present Chris doesn't think too much about future Chris. And future right. Chris looks back at, at past Chris and says, man, well, I wish you thought a little bit more about me. I wish you planned a little bit more mm-hmm. for me. And now's the time to do it. So if you're approaching that age, if you're coming up to that time of your life, this is the perfect time to start thinking about that riff and start educating yourself on exactly what it is you need to do. And one of the first places to start educating yourself is what you're doing right now. You're already on the right step. You're listening to Kelvin, the money guy. You're listening to Your Life, Your Money. And you're getting some ideas about where you can go. You can go to your financial advisor and ask them about what it is that you should be doing. You can call Kelvin. And that's a great place to start as well. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Hey, we were just talking about planning. 416-457-7526. 416-457-PLAN. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkel.ca. 
V-I-N.ca. And uh, we'll continue along here on Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy, in just a couple of minutes. And we'll continue talking about the different strategies that you can take as you're looking to convert your RSP into a RIF. When is the best time? How can you do it? And what are the advantages to making a few different strategic plans as you move forward? Again, Call Kelvin anytime, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. More of your life, your money, continuing here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. You can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N. Dot ca and you can call them 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN this hour we're talking about your RSP and how you turn that into a riff when the best time to turn that into a riff is and a lot of people don't, don't think a lot about it until maybe it's too late there's a, a deadline that's 71 years old at that point, you've got to turn that RSP, all the money that you've been accumulating, trying to do tax-free. Well, the tax man wants his money, and you're going to have to pay it some way or another. And the RIF is just sort of the way that you're going to flip that RSP on its head and start taking withdrawing that money. Problem is, that's where you start to have to pay some money back. That's where you have to start paying some of the taxes that you got in those refunds all your life back to the tax man. How do you do this properly? How do you strategize to make sure that you are keeping the most of your money so that you can spend it on yourself, on your family, on your food, on your shelter, on all the things that you need, and also the things that you want to make your retirement the comfortable and hopefully luxurious one that you had planned, that Freedom 55 commercial of uh, someone, uh, a woman hand gliding and saying, (laughs) well, this is us. How did we do this? Well, retirement planning is how you do it. And knowing a guy like Kelvin, the money guy is probably a great place to start. Askkelvin.ca is that website, 416-457-7526. And, you know, Kelvin, one of the questions, you know, Freedom 55, do you have to be a certain age to get start riffing your money? Like, I'm 35. Can I, can I have Freedom 35? Can I start riffing my money now? Not that I have that much saved. Well, that's the thing. You can start riffing at any age, right? You can turn a portion of your RSPs into a riff. You can turn it back into, there's many maneuvers you can do depending on your lifestyle, depending on your income. So no, you don't have to wait till you're 65 or 70 to do it. The trouble is when you're younger, like your age or 40 years old or 50, you typically don't have a lot of money in your, in your RSPs. Um, So, you know, riffing doesn't make, doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. It's not going to make you rich. (laughs) Right. You still have a lot more working years ahead of you as well. Yeah. Well, one thing you, one thing you can do is that you know you can you can base your RIF payments on your spouse's age if it's advantageous. So, for example, while the minimum payments are required when you're setting up the RIF account, 
you can elect the minimum payment based on your spouse's age. So if your spouse or your partner is younger than you, you, you can use their age to lower your withdrawal. And then now you're enjoying a tax-free world longer. So your money's compounding tax-free because remember, there's no tax, there's no withholding tax on the minimum amount. So if you sit down with your financial advisor and plan it out properly, you could not pay no tax, but you can lower the amount of tax that you pay and prolong your investments for a longer time so that if you live longer, you never you probably don't have to worry too much. So the RIF is a really powerful tool, but we don't think about it as Canadians. We don't think about, about that. Um, we worry about the RSPs. We worry about the stock markets going up and down, things like that, that we can't control, but we can control the RIF payments when we start it, when we stopped it, not when we stopped it, but when we started, and how much do we turn into a RIF at a certain age? So once you know the rules, it's like everything else, right? Once you know the rules and you, you live within those rules, you'll save yourself a lot of money depending on your age and how much money you have in there, right? I think we kind of live in a, I'm going to get dark and philosophical, <laughs> a death-denying culture here in Canada, in the Western world. I think we often don't like to think about that end of life and maybe that's why we don't educate ourselves on riffs because i think it sort of reminds us of you know as much as we want to retire and stop working and stop working for the man and you know start start enjoying ourselves and enjoying that time off Mm -hmm. i think we don't like thinking about those sorts of things that happen towards the end of the life in the twilight of our of our age because we don't want to think about it it makes us it we don't think about it because it scares us and it depresses us to think about getting old but it's only going to be depressing if you don't have a plan it's only going to be depressing if you're not prepared and you don't have uh you, you don't have full control over those finances that you've spent a lifetime working at you know you're slogging away at a job nine to five or more every single day for most of your life you want to try and hold on to as much of that capital as possible so that you can live a comfortable retirement. And by ignoring it, we're only making ourselves you know, more depressed when we get <laughs> further down the road. And myself included, I'm not preaching here to anyone out there because honestly, I'm one of these people too, who doesn't necessarily think that far ahead. And we really should. And if you're not one to plan and do things yourself, a good financial advisor is someone that you want to have on your team. Not only are you going to get a better return on your investment, but you're also going to have someone who's seen the road ahead, who's mm-hmm. been there before for decades, planning out other people's retirements and can see the pitfalls, can see the opportunities that you, sh- you should be taking so that you can plan ahead and you can better plan for your retirement and get save as much money as you possibly can and not have to pay needless money in taxes because you waited too long or because you didn't think about it or because you didn't bother trying to find out what a riff is. And that's what we're learning about here. And that's what I got to keep reminding myself too. A good financial advisor is a great person to have on your team. And if you don't have one, you can visit askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N.ca. You can call them anytime 416-457-7526. Kelvin, you know, you were talking about how you're able to 
work your spouse's age into it. You know, that's uh, obviously uh, as if we needed uh, another sort of incentive to marry someone much younger than us. I know all, all the guys and girls out there in the audience are probably thinking, oh, okay, all right. I, I, I can date someone 10 years younger than me. Okay. Okay. This, this, this might be a, a nicer retirement than I thought about and, and not just for the financial reason. <laughs> and, you know, most people manage their money life in a revenue mirror. They always look backwards. So you should always look forward to where what, what's going to happen in the next five years, 10 years of my life. Where am I going to be? So the next decade is, you know, a lot of people at the end of this decade will be riffing in their 70s, right? Yeah. Um, so, so what you want to do is do some strategic planning now. So, you know, you, uh, back in 2007... Um, they, the, the government decided that um, the RIF income qualifies as a pension income. So if you're over 65, you can split your income with your spouse if you're both 65. So what happens is maybe you want to RIF, maybe you want to start RIFing your money, um, you know, then um, and split it up with your spouse. And what happens is you get a huge tax savings because now instead of you, Chris, taking 100000 of income, now you and your spouse, you take 50 she takes 50 and you've, and you've lowered the tax bracket. So you keep more in your pocket and you pay out less. So those are one, and that rule was uh, started in 2007. So people that are 65 plus should maybe have a look at that. And then to take it a step further, you get a pension income tax credit of $2,000. So starting at age 65, you know, the income from your RIF qualifies for the 2000 towards the pension income. So that's a big savings for people, 2000 bucks, right? That's a trip somewhere or something. Yeah, yeah. 2000 bucks is a big, it's a big wad of cash. I don't care who you are because I think, yeah, like you said, that's a trip that's, uh, you know, potentially uh you know something fancy a, a new toy if you're looking for something for home uh yeah. there's there's a lot you can spend two thousand dollars on and uh i i don't know i don't know anyone who would rather give that two thousand dollars away than choose to use it for themselves hey you want to mm-hmm. help out other people i get taxes help out other people but you you can give to charity there's other things you can choose yeah. to do with that yeah. two thousand dollars rather than just hand it away to someone who may not be that responsible with it. Yeah. So so if you're already not if you're already not using it with a private pension plan, um, you know, it could be a lot of savings for you if you're 65 plus. So I would say people look into that. I mean, I think many people do it already, but I'm I'm not really sure. Some people call me about it and, and they, they start taking it. So you always have to look at your life where you are, at what stage are you in your life, uh, your age. Uh, the amount of money you may have. Remember, if you have five hundred thousand dollars in your RSPs, you really don't. You only have two hundred and fifty. Mm. Half of it, when the last spouse goes, is taxable at fifty percent, right? So maybe what you want to do is look at your life and say to yourself, "What do you want? You know, what do I have?" I think that's where you need to start. Is what do I? What do I have? And if my projected growth of my RSP is whatever rate the return you're getting, it doesn't matter what it is. And then work backwards to see where you are. One of the tricks with the RIFs 
is to make sure that, you know, if you have to take out 5% every year, depending on your age, make sure you earn 5%. Some people out there at their RIF, um, they put it in a GIC or they put it in the bank account, earning them less than 1%. Meanwhile, you know, they're taking out 6 7%. So eventually, your money will go to zero. So it's really, actually, it's more important when you get older to manage your money more strategically because of inflation. And remember, we didn't have to deal with inflation for quite a while, but we know because of the pandemic and all the money that's been given out to people, inflation is going to seep its head in the economy late into the year or next year. So if you're, if you're riffing your money and it's not keeping up with the amount of money that you're taking out, eventually you're gonna, it's going to go to zero. So, you know, you really have to do some thinking now. And that's the problem, right? When you, whether it's taxes or inflation or making sure that you do have your money, if you're not doing it right, it's like shoveling sand against the tide. Right. The tide is going to win. And you've got to make sure that you are working with the right tools and working strategically to make sure that you are making that, making up for that tide, making up for the push against your money and the pull taking your money away from you. And, and all these terminologies in our business, you know, Liras, RIF, RSBs, TFSAs, things like that, is very daunting to a lot of people. And what happens is I think we get confused, we get so overwhelmed that uh, I won't bother. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's one of the problems. But I think after all these years of doing what I do, the one thing I noticed is you really need to sit down with an outsider, your advisor, because we're really an outsider looking in, and make some strategic plan for, for your life, for when you get to a certain age, how you're going to send your money to your, and if something happens to you prematurely, what happens to the spouse, Um, with your RSPs, your TFSAs, things like that. And there's little terminologies that we don't worry about. So, for example, um, there's something called a successor annuitant, which is a, I don't know, funny word, but it really helps to save uh, taxes. So a successor annuitant on your RIF, you know, maybe we'll get into that after the break about both TFSAs and RIFs, what you should do. Terrific. And that's coming up on your life, your money, as we learn more about the timing of your RIF, when you should be turning that RRSP into a RIF. If you want to reach Kelvin to talk about this or anything else to do with your money life, please give him a call 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And you can always visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. And don't forget, you can listen to past shows as well. So if you've heard this and you want to play it back for your spouse or a friend or anyone else, send it, share it to anyone. You can do that. All these past shows get posted. This show will get posted so that you can share it with your friends and family as well. So you want to say, hey, I heard Kelvin, the money guy, say this perfect way to share it is by going over to askkelvin.ca and sharing that link to w- with your friends later on and sharing the wisdom that Kelvin is dropping on us here. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. 
whole lot more of your life, your money, continuing here with Kelvin the Money Guy on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thank you for making us part of your Sunday morning. I am Chris Creston. I'm joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. Kelvin is one of the top financial advisors in the country, and he's just a great guy to get to know and a great guy to have on the radio so that you can benefit from his years of experience and you can benefit from his knowledge. If you want to expand on the way that you can benefit from his years of experience and beyond just listening to him on the radio, you can call him anytime at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot ca and if you didn't have a chance to write that down don't worry i say it many times as the show goes on here and as the show goes on we've been talking about turning your rsp into a riff some of the strategies and best ways to do that to make sure that you are saving as much money as possible and making sure that you have as much money for yourself for your family so that you can live a comfortable happy safe retirement and not have to worry about running out of money or not to have to worry about paying money needlessly in taxes mm-hmm. that you could better keep for yourself so that you don't have to you know go crying poor to the tax man later on and one of the things that we were talking about as we wrapped up the last segment was sort of the succession plan. And I know Kelvin understands this because he's the money guy a lot more than I will. And I think it was successor annuity. I can't remember exactly the words that you said before the break, but Kelvin, what is it that you were uh, getting to before we took the break? Right. So I'm not a tax guy. Um, you know, I, I work with tax accountants and so on, so that if I know if I get a question asked to me, I don't know the answer. I go and I seek the answer for clients, right? So one thing I found is it, you leave your RIF to your spouse uh, tax free. You could leave it to them tax free if if your spouse is named as beneficiary of your RIF. It can be transferred to their RSP or their own RIF. But if you name them as a spouse, if you name your spouse as a successor annuitant, they can take over your RIF tax-free and start receiving RIF payments. In both cases, your RIF will not make a part of the estate and you will avoid probate taxes. So you really have to, people really have to understand that. Sit down with your advisor or your accountant and maybe go over that and see where it could save you money. So it's just the little things. And, and also that applies to your TFSA. So look at your look at your beneficiary when you set up your TFSA and make sure that the, the beneficiary is the successor annuitant, your spouse, right? And you'll be and you'll save a lot of it's the, it's the what I've noticed it's the little thing in our world, in our money world, that saves you lots of money. It's not the big things. Like I say, we, you know, we worry about uh, the stock markets going up and down and up and down and we're going to lose all our money and so on. And we can't control that, but we can control the amount of tax that we're going to pay and when we're going to start paying the taxes 
and when we're going to turn our money into a um, into our RSPs into a RIF. You know, there's there's three things you can do when you turn your money into a RIF. You can take a lump sum payment, pay a lot of tax. You can transfer it to an annuity, or you can roll it over into a a RIF that pays a regular payment every month or every quarter or every six months, whatever you may choose to do. And there's so many neat things you can do with the RIF that I think we need to start exploring it. And I, I don't think we really talk about it too much, uh, RIFs, because maybe, like you said, maybe when we think of RIFs, we're thinking, man, we're getting old, mm-hmm. right? Because that's really how we associate RIFs with is that, ah, man, I'm 70 or 71. But it doesn't have to be the case. It could be a really tax, great tax planning tool for many of us, but we have to explore that. You know, I've talked to a lot of people who have said to me that it's that 70 years, that's where you really start to feel old. You know, that's where you <laughs> feel, you start to feel like you're getting to that point. You know, maybe you've been retired for a little while. Maybe you're just retiring at that point, but you're starting to feel like you're, you know, at time's catching up with you and you're, and I can perfectly understand why you might be worried about it, but the mm-hmm. best way to alleviate any worry is by coming up with a plan and finding a solution. You know, right. if you're worried about that roof of yours, you think needs fixing, mm-hmm. the best way is to plan to fix it and yeah. then fix it. You know, you need to, you're, you're worried about your car that's making that clunking noise. Well, best way to deal with that is to plan to fix it and then fix it. So you're worried about your retirement. You're worried about not being comfortable as you're getting older. Best way to alleviate that worry is to come up with a plan and then fix it and then make sure that you plan well in advance because this you know, you're working, you're putting your money away in RSPs. The end game is that rip. That's, that is what you're saving for is, right. for is to get paid out in retirement and to ignore it is you know to ignore your retirement and ignore the the thing that you're saving for and that's something that i gotta remind myself all the time and i think that i I, i'm not coming here as a guy on the radio telling you what to do i'm coming here as a guy who's learning right along with you and learning from the big money brain of kelvin the money guy and uh, having access to him is absolutely great and not just on the radio you can call him 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN and and you know one thing is we got to remember we're living longer right yeah i mean most people will live more longer in retirement than they did working that's a good problem to have yeah <laughs> you need to you have to make sure you structure things properly so you don't run out of money right so in, in 2015 the federal budget reduced rift payments so it took it down to four percent when you're 65 rather than i think it was like six or seven um and what that did it really reflected it was really telling us something that you know we're living longer so the the federal government you know did something good by saying listen you don't have to take all that money out because the more you take out no the more you have to pay tax and so on so the rift minimum payments um you know provide people with more flexibility uh, when they're planning their retirement income. And, and part of this whole rifts and lifts and RSPs and all that kind of stuff, I, I think we need to sit down and say, how much money do we need when we retire? Right? How much does my CPP pay? How much my OS pay? And then maybe after the break, we'll have a little conversation about that. And 
Perfect. That's a great place to continue as we talk about your RSPs and your RIFs, turning that RSP into a RIF and planning for your retirement. 416-457-7526 is the number to get a hold of Kelvin. That's 416-457-PLAN. And don't forget to visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. You got a question about your money? Don't ask Google. Ask Kelvin. That's askkelvin.ca. A whole lot more of your life, your money, continuing here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here with Kelvin, the money guy. You can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. And you can call him 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And Kelvin, this hour we've been talking about RSPs and turning those RSPs into a RIP so that you can uh, better plan for your retirement and better strategize. You don't have to do it when you're 71. You can start earlier. And if you've missed the beginning of the show, you can go back and listen to past shows as well and figure out uh, some of the strategies that Kelvin talked about. Uh, and if you want to ask him a question, 416-457-7526, you need a second opinion, 416-457-PLAN. Talk to Kelvin about the strategies that you could put in place to better plan for your retirement and, and the timing of turning that RSP into a RIF. And Kelvin, last segment, you were talking about how we're just you know, living longer. And I said, <laughs> good problem to have, but you mentioned there's a there's a lot that comes with that. You've got to plan for a longer road ahead as well. Well, well, think about it. If you're 75 and the government says the minimum you got to take out of your RIF is 5.8%, but you better make sure you're making 5.8% because you're certainly going to live till you're 90, I would imagine, um, is what they, what statistics tell us. So if you're making 3%, but you're taking five, well, it doesn't take a genius to figure out one day you will run out of money. Right. So I think on a go forward, it's more important to manage your money properly. I mean, without taking a lot of the risk. Um, so you really want to be strategic about how you, the mixture of your assets, equities, bonds, fixed income, and so on. The traditional way that we did it before is not maybe the right way to do it anymore because of, everything that's changed in the world. So we really need to, you know, bonds don't pay very much. As as you know, GICs don't pay anything. So we can't rely on those things to to let our money live as long as we will. So we don't want to run out of money. So things that you need to do, you know, really use the RIF as as your partner. So, So for example, you can get a regular income stream with no withholding taxes on minimum payments. So maybe explore that, you know. Maybe you, you want to base your RIFs payments on your spouse's age if it's advantageous, meaning if they're younger than you, right? Um, income splitting. Um, when you're 65, you get income split. So you lower both your, your incomes. Uh, some people qualify for the pension income, the $2,000 tax break. Some people don't know about it. Um, the, we mentioned a success, successor annuitant where your money can be transferred tax-free to a spouse on death or whatever may happen. And look at the new minimum 
uh, RIF withdrawal plans that the government started back in 2015. So all these things, if we combine all these things together, we will uh, we won't outlive our money. Our money will do fine. Um, and like I say, every three and a half months, you revisit your money to make sure you're keeping up with where, wherever you are in your life and let get a financial advisor and let them worry about these things for you so you can go and live your life and don't worry too much about money and things like that anymore, you know? So, and it's good to have a pro in your corner. You know, you need a coach, you need, you know, the, the best boxers have a pro in their corner. You don't, you don't go into a fight alone. <laughs> you don't enter that ring without having a pro in your corner. And it's the same thing with your money life. And that's why it's important to have a good financial advisor. And, you know, a, the, the thing is that uh, a lot of people, a lot of people my age are probably listening right now and thinking, you know what, Kelvin, you know what, Chris, I've got this robot doing it for me. I've got this website and they're doing, they're helping me with my finances and I'm sort of helping myself, but they can't tell you about this stuff. They can't help no. you with this stuff. No. And, and they're not going to be able to quell your fears and your concerns and, and guide you along the path, the way having a good experienced financial advisor would do. And, and the emotions, you know, mm -hmm. you get passionate about what you do. Like, you know, we do this for a long time and you're passionate about things. You feel for people and people tell you their concerns that they'll never tell a um, robo-advisor about, mm -hmm. right? So I think those are the things that you're going to miss if you go all this robo-way that they're going. But majority of people, when you look at statistics, the majority of older Canadians want the old guy like us. Mm -hmm. They want this conversation. Um, I think the younger people want to do the robo thing, but it shows that as they get older and they turn into their 40s, 50s, they want this face-to-face -face stuff. They want the chatting and things like that. You can't take away the emotions. That's the, that's the whole thing. No matter how smart we get and things like that, people need the, you know, the contact. Look, look, we've been locked up for how long? 18 mm -hmm. months, something like that. And we're dying to get out, right? We're dying to go to bars and restaurants baseball games yeah <laughs> yeah it's coming back right there's so much that we're dying to do and dying to reach out and touch each other and do and really understand each other in, in a better way and i think that ultimately the need for a real human being to guide your finances whether it's on zoom or whether it's in a person face-to-face mm -hmm. meeting where you can reach out and shake the advisor's hand that is it's always going to be needed because you like you said emotion the yeah. the one thing that the uh, computers and the robots can't replicate and can't understand are emotion they can try and they can mm -hmm. manipulate emotion look at social media right. social media is geared by <laughs> algorithms that manipulate your emotions but do you want to be manipulated or do you want to be helped and you want to be guided? And I right. think that that's why you want to have a real human being <laughs> as your financial advisor. Listen, you know what? The the enterprise ran fine with uh, with Mr. Data. Mr. Data helped <laughs> out a lot, but he didn't. You know what? They needed a bunch of humans and a bunch of feelings to really guide them the right way. And I think that that's what you need when you're looking at your financial team, right. your financial advisor. And and think of Google when you type something to Google. It's giving you the answer that you want. Right. It always comes up with, man, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it just, it's the algorithms that come up with these things. They'll never tell you you're wrong because nobody wants to tell you you're wrong. You always want to hear you're right. And Google does that, right? 
And you, do you want an echo chamber or you want someone who's going to be able to tell you something that you didn't already know? Do you want yes. someone who's been there before, seen the pitfalls of other people and seen the ways that other people have succeeded, more importantly? Mm. Was, let's stay optimistic here. You've seen in your career a lot of people succeed and a lot of people have really successful and comfortable retirements. Yes. And I think that that is the goal that most of us have and that most of you out there have as well. So, you know what, if you need uh, help with your retirement saving, if you've got an RSP and you're thinking about turning it into a riff, if you're 35, <laughs> maybe not yet, but if you're getting 55, 65 and you're looking for uh, a chance to make sure that you're being strategic about that money and whether you're splitting it with your spouse or whether you're, uh, you're making sure that you're taking a little bit now and a little bit later, these are the strategies that you can tap into when you talk to Kelvin, the money guy. And you can visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. And you can call him anytime, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Kelvin, it looks like we're out of time. Thanks again for making a great Sunday morning here. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Have a great day. Thank you. And to everyone out there, have a great day as well. AskKelvin.ca is that website. AskKelvin.ca. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.